Hello? So, hello? 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 Oh. Um, I have a Why friend. Why am I not flipped now? Flip me. Flip me! <laughs> Why, it won't do the background if I don't... Oh, okay, there we go. This is my back. You're weird. <laughs> Marcy, did you just oh, say do you have a friend? I have a friend. <laughs> My face okay. is all right because I just had a shower. I'm looking at myself in the camera and it's so rosy. <laughs> oh, I didn't even um, notice. Um, I have a friend. And uh, <laughs> her voicemail, her name's Andrea. Yeah. You mm-hmm. guys know Andrea? Do, no, yeah. Never better. <laughs> her voicemail, when you call her, goes, Hey, you know what to do. <laughs> That's exactly what it says. So the first time I ever called her and got that, it was just this like, hey. I was like, oh. And I was like, hey, how's it? Oh, you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, oh, she would too. So I called her the other day. She notoriously doesn't pick up her phone because she lives somewhere with no cell reception. And I called yeah. her she picked up and just was like, hi. And I just waited. <laughs> and I was like, is this a fucking voicemail? She's like, no, I'm here. I was like, is this an elaborate fucking voicemail? <laughs> <laughs> no, Marcy, I'm here. Did no, you know I was going to call on. you? <laughs> like, fuck you, I'm making up. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. That's hilarious. I'm going to get into it. I I'm feeling a little old, weird today. One of my old bosses has the same thing, but it, it's not on purpose. It's yeah, just hers isn't like, either. It's just oh, genuinely the way she talks. If it's like, hi, that's not Andrea like, at hey, all. <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's very true. Not, not the one I know, at least. <laughs> Death and despair. <laughs> That's like, maybe she, it's in case she gets like a work call or something. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so the sun shines out. It is. I was going to say, I don't, I think Julia has like a, a light in front of her camera behind mm-hmm. her. But Marcy, the light in your room, your eyes look so blue. So very, very blue. Julia's eyes are too, but... <laughs> Marcy gets Marcy, Marcy gets another uh, sparkle in her eye every time somebody <laughs> mentions how blue her eyes are. <laughs> I could count on, well, I don't even think I have enough hands to count how many times I've been showing a picture of Marcy's taken of herself. And she goes, look how blue my eyes are. <laughs> it's every time. It's are you frozen time. or are you just mortified? <laughs> okay. I was frozen. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, what? You didn't hear it? Oh, no. Oh. How many hands do you have? Nine. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? You're going to have to listen and find out. Stay tuned. What? No, I'm, I'm genuinely concerned that we maybe now uh, we can't record. I don't know what's going on with my, uh, my internet. But the last oh. episode, I froze like 10 times. That's oh, why really? I was on mute for the whole thing. And if I'm the one leading it. Well, let's try oh. and see what happens. Okay. But your eyes are very blue. <laughs> <laughs> and also don't just like stay in one spot because then we won't be able to tell. But yeah, if your video freezes, <laughs> if your video freezes, then it's not that big of a deal. We just need your audio to work. Yeah. We can assume that you're still audio there. Pauses, I can't. No, because I said stuff while I was frozen just now and you didn't hear me. Because when I came back, you're like, are you frozen or are you mortified? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's try. Might as well try. Okay. 
Okay, I'll just keep doing this. <laughs> Hello, you're listening to the Odd Sisters podcast. I'm Blue Eyed Marcy. <laughs> I'm Allison. And I'm Julia, also blue eyed. I'd like to know what you said. But knows how to be quiet about it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't have blue oh, eyes, okay. but I thought that was too many words before my name. I'm not blue-eyed Allison. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit much. Freak. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to dedicate this episode oh. to the one, the only, Jane. <laughs> this what? episode's dedicated to Jane. Yep. Uh-oh. It's a good dedication. Julia's yeah. wife, Jane. <laughs> The Okanagan Valley is roughly 200 kilometers long and 20 kilometers wide. It lies between the Columbia and Cascade Mountains. Um, it's in South Central BC, and we go there a lot. Well, you go there a lot. I do. I've I go there every there summer. Times. Yeah, I've been there every summer except for it's one landscape. in the last 14 years. Wow. I think wow. I've been there yeah. five times ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. About that. Yeah. One of them was with Julia. Mm-hmm. I think I've been once with dad. Yep. And once on my own. So three times. Just alone. Okay. <laughs> it's a landscape of low hills and oblong lakes. Oblong. <laughs> Well, not alone, but <laughs> that was so friends. late. Uh, Abla. Well, not alone. <laughs> oblong. She just wanted um, to say oblong so badly. Yeah. Its landscape of low hills and oblong lakes was formed by the glacial activity during the Pleistocene epoch, which Whoa. was the final retreat of ice between eleven thousand and nine thousand years ago. So you got the ice, it's going down. It like as the ice melts, it goes down and it actually carves like big grooves and things into the landscape as it retreats. Wow. The heavier the ice is, the rougher it gets. <laughs> and as it goes mm-hmm. down and down and down, it becomes less and less heavy, and then you have different landscapes that are formed as a result. So where we grew up, well, where I grew up in Georgetown, Ontario, which we still mm-hmm. have family that live there, they have the Niagara Escarpment. So as the ice melted on that side of North America, it went down and down and down and it picked up things as it went. And Niagara Falls and the Niagara Escarpment are the where the ice kind of melted to where the fact that it couldn't carry what it had in it and it left all the rocks there. So oh. it's this big mountain range. It runs from Thunder Bay to Niagara Falls and it's just a pile of rocks that the ice carried with it when it melted that's all it is wow so the ice age did some pretty cool things to our landscape uh oh. the glaciers left big left sorry left large deposits of gravel silt and sand on the bottom of the sides of the valley these sediments were eroded by water and wind resulting in large fans or triangle shaped deposits of sediment sediments um that are now <laughs> what the cities are on so we have vernon Kelowna, penticton they're they're kind of elevated a little bit and they're elevated from there. There's the grooves and they leave these kind of like, I don't want to say cliffs, but like larger 
areas. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in the low-lying areas were, is where lakes were formed. Tons and tons of lakes are formed from this, this pull of ice and the erosion. Um, and the largest of which we have Okanagan Lake. Mm. So mm-hmm. uh, the Okanagan Lake was first inhabited by the Interior Salish, which I uh, gave it the name of uh, Okanagan Lake, which translates into place of water. So it's really known for its lakes and waters and large bodies of water. Yeah, um, and today we are going to focus on specifically the Okanagan Lake. Um, and uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different bodies of water kind of through that interior, but yeah, that's the biggest one that's there at its deepest. It is 232.3 meters, which is 762 feet. So that's yeah. pretty deep for a lake. That yeah. was a lot deeper than I thought it was. Yeah. yeah me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't anywhere near that part. No. <laughs> Just so you know. No. I was actually quite surprised how shallow it was when I finally did let myself go swimming in it. Where, yeah. like, the beaches and everything, I don't know if it's because of the sediment, the way that it formed. Um, mm-hmm. But you walk out i felt like i was out like 20 feet out into the water and it was still just up to my chest mm-hmm. like it was yeah. crazy it must be a big yeah. drop off at some point then yeah I don't mean, say that word sorry <laughs> <laughs> um different beaches are different you know yes yeah beaches it's not that they're not really beaches it's rocky yeah for yeah. the most part but but uh yeah, yeah, some t- some you can go out. Yeah, and you're like still, you're not even your shoulders aren't even in. And then yeah, like some, I, I took I took a picture like while I was out feet. there, and I was like way the fuck out there, and it was just up to my chest. Like yeah, I had a Weird. waterproof case for my phone. I should say I didn't wasn't so stupid as to just try to you don't the middle trust of the, the water. <laughs> <laughs> but I trust it with my phone. Surprisingly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. In the last 110 years, it's only frozen over eight winters. So I'm surprised it's, a, it's even done that eight times. Same. It's a big, big lake. Yeah. So we, we'll post pictures on our Instagram, um, Odd Sisters Podcast on Instagram, and check us out uh, there for any reference photos. But it is a big lake. It's, it's surprisingly huge. big. Yeah. The first time I saw it, I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> that's not what I was... I mean, Lake Ontario is big too, I guess. Yeah. I grew up on that. But anyway, some people think that within all that water, there's actually something hiding under the surface. So as early as the 1700s, the Okanagan native tribes knew that there was a water beast living in what is today known as Lake Okanagan. It wasn't called that at the time. The people that lived there were called, their tribe was called Okanagan. Um, Mm. They called the creature... And I cannot pronounce this, uh, which means sacred spirit of the waters. And their native superstitions demanded certain traditions before entering its domain. One of the traditions was apparently a ritual sacrifice of a small animal as a peace offering before crossing the lake. They, in order to cross the lake, they would have their canoes and they would tie horses behind their canoes. Um, and the horse would <laughs> swim and they would that's how they took the canoe or the horse across the water, right? They would oh, lead yeah. the horse on a swimming path with their canoe. The horse would swim. They would take the canoe. But they were scared that this lake spirit would eat their horse mm. or them, but also their horses in the water. <laughs> yeah, so they would, make this, <clears throat> they would paddle out to where they believed the, the 
thing lived, which is the caves um, beneath the water on an island that's now known as Rattlesnake Island. Um, and they would sacrifice this small animal and leave it in the water and then go on their trip, the rest of their journey, ensuring that whatever this was would eat the animal that they gave yeah. and not the horse that they were towing behind them. So that was I've like been a, there to the caves. Have you? Yeah. Well, I haven't. Yeah. Like, I, I just went, we just, um, my wife's parents have a, a boat, a little like motorboat. So we went like right up to it. Rattlesnake Island is actually really, it's really pretty in the weird kind of way. Yeah. It's, it's funny too. Cause like you're looking at, like when you look across the water, you're just like, Oh, there it is. It's like, no, no, no. It's like this little tiny speck, like compared mm-hmm. to the rest of what you're looking at. Like it's so small. It's such a small little island, but it yeah. has like when the water, like if you were to go under there, it's like filled with just like tunnels and stuff like that, that I would never explore. No. no matter how much somebody paid me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never, ever, ever. But what um, animal did you sacrifice at Rattlesnake oh, Island? Uh, oh, like a chicken or a rabbit or, oh, oh Julia? <laughs> I wouldn't know what Julia did specifically. <laughs> Why don't you take the words Sorry. right out of my mouth? <laughs> I just threw a chicken wing in there. <laughs> so in 1890... Captain Thomas Shorts. Captain Shorts <laughs> was steaming but, on the lake. Was he really tall? <laughs> right? That would have been great. <laughs> uh, he was steaming, um, like he driving a steamboat. And there's actually like a list you can look up uh, the steamships of the Lake Okanagan. Um, because it was so big and there were settlers, there's actually like a long list of really famous steamships, famous oh. for like BC. Um, <laughs> But uh, anyway, yeah, he was steaming on the lake when he saw a finned creature. <laughs> like a drug thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just out steaming. Gonna hit the lake, do some steams. Uh, he saw a finned creature about 16 feet long, with the head of a ram. The creature promptly disappeared when he turned the ship in its direction. Of course. Mm-hmm. And virtually no one believed him when he reported it, but other reports soon followed at two or th- at, uh, uh, followed at two or three years after that. But people began to examine the lake in more careful detail. The local population fervently believed in the creature's existence. They called it Ogopogo and named the island Ogopogo Island, which later <laughs> became known as Rattlesnake Island. Like I said, <laughs> yeah. So Ogopogo that was in 1890. Oh wow! So the head of a ram. So it must have had horns. Whatever he saw. Head of a ram. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You don't really think of. Uh, you don't get that a lot with like the fish monsters. No, like something, sounds like more something like, like so a dragon. hard as like a ram's horns. It does sound mm-hmm. like a dragon. You're right. Or sounds a dolphin. Like, um, <laughs> Falcor. <laughs> um. Some scientists believe that the Lake Lake Okanagan resident is a form of a primitive whale. Uh, I cannot pronounce this again. Basilosaurus. It looks like Basilosaurus. Basilosaurus. (laughs) (laughs) Sound it out with me. (laughs) It's a prehistoric whale that lived during the Cenozoic era. 
man, there's so many different eras. They teach you like yeah. three in school and then you start they looking really into did. it and you're like, there's like 20. Uh, it's 35 <laughs> million years ago. The general yes. appearance of it tallies almost exactly with the look-like descriptions um, of the Yokopogo from sightings. So the creature is most often described as being one or two feet in diameter. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, the creature is... Uh, yeah yeah one or two feet in diameter with a length of 10 to 20 meters so 30 to 60 feet Hmm. wow that's a thin bitch 30 to 60 feet but only one or two in diameter Mm, she's skinny yeah (laughs) (laughs) the head has been described variously as being horse-like or goat-like so are they sure it wasn't just a horse being towed behind a canoe yeah (laughs) Hmm. Um, one characteristic Sus. often repeated <laughs> one characteristic is often repeated by many of the people who have seen him say that it resembles a log i don't know how that's like <laughs> like could it not just be a log like if if, yeah, if yeah. in your description you're like i saw this thing floating and it looked like a log <laughs> it was probably a log it's like a log <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry but doesn't our argument stop there yeah not even an um, argument at that point. It's reported to be able, be, be able to move with astounding speed. Um, I'm not sure what the astounding speed is, but people are like, it goes fast. Um, people who were close, <laughs> uh, say they reported seeing fins on the creature. So. I picture like almost like uh, those like water snakes where they just go like, tss, like across yeah. the like the like yeah like skimming skim. motion yeah almost. motion not ocean skimming ocean <laughs> well skimming motion on the ocean <laughs> or the lake but yeah <laughs> so let's talk about some of the sightings so we have 1968 uh this man named art folden noticed something moving in the lake while he was driving along highway 97 which that's a uh fast highway that well, you drive w- when what year 1968 Probably not. Yeah, maybe not. It just seems like it's like very. <laughs> My thought was that it's really Eyes high on the up. road. Art. It's really high up, but it maybe really the up. old highway was way lower. Depends on where. Like once you get near Peachland, it, it levels out like right down against yeah, the water there. So he pulled off the road and filmed <laughs> what he claimed to be the footage of the alleged creature, showing a large wake moving across the water. Folden examined that his. Sorry, did I say his last name's Folden? Anyway, yeah. Art Folden. He yeah. estimated that the Ogopogo was 300 yards offshore. I was going to say long. <laughs> 300 <laughs> yards long. I was like, I don't think that's what you saw. That's a, a, computer, a computer analysis of the footage concluded that it was a solid three-dimensional object. So there was something out there. It wasn't just... Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In 2005, an investigation conducted by Benjamin Radford and Joel Nickel and John Kirk of the National Geographic Channel, Is It Real? TV show, utilized surveyor boats to find the actual distance of the alleged creature from the shore. So they took this guy's footage. They went out 300 yards. Um, (laughs) Well, they didn't go out 300 yards. They looked at this guy's footage and then went out to where the thing was. Uh, They found that it was much closer to the shore than originally thought thought fault (laughs) (laughs) resulting in a reduction of actual size and speed so because we're looking at it 
in this footage and you're like, okay, it's 300 yards. So judging by how far I'm looking and how fast it's moving, it's moving this thing is this big. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, do you remember when we did the spooky photography episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked about the Loch Ness Monster, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we have that picture of the Loch Ness Monster and you look at it and you're like, whoa, that's a big thing. But yeah. the, every single photo of the surgeon's photo is cropped. And when you look at the actual photo and you pull out, you're like, actually, that thing is way out there and it's really tiny. Like, it's a, you know, like, so the perspective really does matter in size and speed. Um, They concluded it was likely a real animal, but that its size had been greatly overestimated and that it was probably a waterfowl, otter, or beaver that was too far away to be identified. (laughs) In the 1980s, a local you know tourism what? Seeing agency. a beaver, though, is like just as exciting. Like it I've is. maybe seen like one in. The, I know. Like, that's not in a fucking zoo. I went looking for one in Sault Ste. Marie because they're everywhere there, and I still couldn't find one. Oh. Yeah. I saw a video online the other day of someone who has a beaver that lives in their house with them. He's like what? a baby. He's a baby beaver <laughs> that was like abandoned, and so they're like raising him. Sing to wow. it every day. It would come into the, their house and get <laughs> Doesn't care if you're singing or not. Sure, it does. My Be dog like, likes it when my I face. sing to him. <laughs> what? I said my dog likes when I sing to I, him. What did Julia say? <laughs> he wouldn't care he, if I sing. He, yeah, he said, "Bitch, where's my fish? I don't eat fish. <laughs> what do they eat? They eat vegetables. Like yeah, they're vegetarians. I thought they eat fish. No. They don't." <laughs> <laughs> okay okay <laughs> he might my like bad. it you don't know he's still like my singing. he's a vegetarian we speak the same language okay song in the 1980s <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the language of music in the 1980s a local tourism agency offered a cash reward for a proven sighting of the beast what are you doing I'm just thinking. <laughs> I don't know. I thought they ate fish. Uh, okay, sorry. Can you be... say that again? I was lost in my thoughts. In the 1980s, a local tour is a local tourism agency offered a cash reward for a proven sighting of the beast. Ah. Greenpeace entered the argument at the same time, announcing provisions that the beast must be filmed and not captured. That if you captured Ogopogo, you wouldn't get the money. They didn't want people out in the water, like with harpoons mm. and guns. Like and, Jaws. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It hadn't eaten anyone. Like, let's calm down. Yeah. Um, the Ogopogo was listed as an endangered species at the time. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, in that, in that I, same like, year. I like that reaction to it that it's like if it is there it's the There's only, only one, one. Of its kind so <laughs> we should protect it and not go out and kill it i mean yeah exactly yeah in 1980 around 50 tourists watched as an alleged ogopogo uh swam off the beach in Kelowna for about 45 minutes larry thal a tourist from vancouver shot some eight millimeter film for 10 seconds come on larry what are you on a budget? <laughs> Our battery died. <laughs> like, um, some skeptics have suggested once again that it was only a pair of otters. So, <laughs> and then we have in 1989, John Kirk rep- reportedly saw an animal which was 10.7 to 12.2 meters, 35 to 40 feet long. It consisted of five slick jet, five sleek jet black humps. 
fuck that's hard to say <laughs> with a lashing tail he believed to he believed it to be traveling at about 40 kilometers an hour that's 25 mm. miles who cares uh, in july, <laughs> on july 24th I'm 1992 kidding. um there was a videotape of something or some things that were traveling <laughs> just below the surface of the water That's at a, a fairly good speed um it was videotaped um by a boat that was towing a water skier it suddenly appears in the frame and the skier falls into the water um near the object within several Ooh. minutes they make two other films showing what appeared to be multiple animals in the water at the same time um <laughs> just like a the, gang of like right misfits <laughs> <laughs> oh go pogos uh, yeah. <laughs> um again suggested several otters <laughs> fucking otters right well it would several i mean like did the guy on the the water skis come forward and say like a dragon tripped him or anything no it's just a video no, it of it it's just a video <laughs> i i feel like I feel like I've seen him. I think that like the person filming kind of like shouts out a bit and maybe it startled him. I don't know. It must, I don't know. Water skiing's hard, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, in 2005, FBI video specialist Grant Fredericks concluded that the object in the movie was very consistent with debris from a fallen tree in the water, noting that <laughs> it very slowly bobs up and down. He also pointed out that the alleged creature did not react to the water skier um, and the skier did not seem alarmed. Mm-hmm. So, so that was probably just a beaver trying to trip a water skier. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna let this tree float down here. <laughs> yeah, he saw him eat a steak and then he was like, fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Vegetarians up in the shit. Yeah. Um, Guy told him that he wanted to eat fish. He was like, I don't eat fish, bit. <laughs> <laughs> I eat trees and shit. Oh. In yeah, 2011, <laughs> 2011, a cell phone video captured two dark shapes in the water. A suggested explanation is that the video shows two logs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Is there ever been a case, like a case, another case, where logs have been the culprit every time? <laughs> I just love that it was like most people describe it as looking. Log like. Log. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because it was a log. Why are so many Canadians unable to identify logs? What's <laughs> happening? Did they not watch that the the log log channel? The log no the log rider. <laughs> Thank you. The log rider short when they were growing up. Come oh on. right. Oh my god. It. We all did. We all saw that. <laughs> it was like part of our citizenship. Oh, yeah. Radford. <laughs> You're like born and they just like play it in front of you. <laughs> yeah. This is your identity. <laughs> um, we have uh, Discovery News. A uh, man named Benjamin Radford analyzed the video and concluded that, quote, the video quality is poor and the camera is shaky, but a closer look at the 30-second video reveals that instead of one long object, there are certainly two shorter ones. They seem to be floating next to each other at slightly, slightly different angles. There are no humps, no head, no form, only a two log, a t- only a two long, darkish, more or less straight forms that appear to be a few dozen feet in short, they look like two floating logs, which would not be surprising <laughs> since Okanagan Lake has tens of thousands of logs harvested yeah. by the timber industry floating just under the lake surface. So it was the log rider. Yeah. It was. Yeah. 
Why is it I picture like tens of thousands of logs floating under the surface? That's terrible. Yeah, that's I picture them in like an underwater like layer. Yeah, like holding pattern. This is yeah. where we live. Yeah. It's like like according, in the bag. Yeah. So Benjamin Radford is like a skeptic kind of guy. Uh, he goes along around debunking a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, he sounds fun. He does sound fun. Yeah. Party pooper. um so contemporary sightings of the ogopogo were most likely misidentifications of waterfowl otters or beaver adding quote the first nation stories were not referring to a literal lake monster like ogopogo but instead a legendary water spirit and he is right Mm. yeah it was more of a like a sacrificing for a safe journey it's just that white people show up and then they take everything everything literally so literally i (laughs) so it's a problem so literally exactly it's true like yeah because they would be like you know like things like good weather like not too rough and like wavy yeah. Yeah, like that's what they're sure talking you have, you're about just safe and you know yeah like no rain well i mean you know not like torrential rain mm-hmm. but like <laughs> oh, white people um it is also known <laughs> that otters the groups of the otters worst. they swim yeah. in a line Oh, when they're going places. So if you saw a bunch of otters going somewhere that were swimming in a line, it would have that odd shape to it. So it it perfectly matches the description of the Ocopoco. There is currently an unclaimed $10,000 reward for concrete evidence of the Ocopoco. Um, Allison, did you know the reward that they thought i'm just gonna keep talking too (laughs) well the other thing the the otters floating in the line the other thing is their sturgeons are are usually mistaken for for uh lake monsters um but there's also no proof of an existence of sturgeons in the lake okanagan so there's also a ten thousand dollar reward if you can prove that there's sturgeon which is a fish (laughs) big fish so it's kind of like prove it wrong or prove it so if you can find a sturgeon then Ogopogo was a sturgeon. Uh, or if you can just find the Ogopogo. But either way, you get $10,000. That's fun. I had no idea otters swam in a line, but I think it's the cutest thing I've learned all day. Me too. <laughs> yeah, that's right? really cute. It's adorable. Yeah. They're pretty cute. Um, <laughs> Although their tails kind of freak me out. Otters? Yeah. Oh, otters. otters. I thought we were talking about beavers. No, otters oh. swim in a line. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been beavers' up tails for kind a very of long me time. Forgive me. You know what's really cute about beavers is that they choose one mate and then that's their mate for their whole entire life. And they build a house together. Yeah, they're so that's cute. really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you so nonplussed by that? You're the only one of us that's married. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're like, it just like didn't do it Julia for me. Like. <laughs> it's just like it just went blank. You did. It was just like dead behind your eyes. Yeah. Are you still thinking about their tails? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or that they don't eat fish. Like, what do you think they feel like? Their I tails? Would... I bet they're weird yeah. and leathery. Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> at the I think it was Science World. Yeah, I can't remember. I was gonna be like, I don't know. They're just really committed to their partners. (laughs) (laughs) What? What do you 
you think they feel like they're just oh, oh. okay okay yeah, science okay. world man that one or or uh, i can't remember if it's science world or the aquarium but they use they have like this cart where they have like a bunch of things that you can like feel obviously both not really a hot thing during covid <laughs> <laughs> put Touch your hands all thing. over this so. um but they used to have like furs and stuff so you could like yeah like I don't know. Just know what things feel like. I feel like they should have a beaver uh, fur. Obviously, fur one is... that is dyed on its own. Yeah, beaver fur is really, really soft. It's yeah, very really, soft. Really, really, really soft fur. Don't they have a beaver at Science World? Yes. Do you still have a beaver? There's a taxidermied beaver at Science World. Yeah. You can't touch it though. You can touch it. I mean, probably can. not right now with COVID restrictions, but yeah, you can touch what? it. <laughs> yeah, I have a picture of as me standing next to it take... doing an impression of it. Oh yeah! As soon as you t- you guys take off like all your restrictions, you're just gonna find me standing at the front door. I'm just like, <laughs> I gotta figure out what this tail feels like. I didn't know you could touch it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can touch it. I just generally think that most things you're in there, like in museums and stuff like that, just don't touch them. <laughs> it's a good practice for sure. Yeah, yeah. If there isn't me a barrier or a glass case around it, you can usually touch it. Yeah, that's true. It stresses me out. Mm-hmm. I like feel like something's gonna happen to it if I touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like I won't I tell I you to be responsible for that. <laughs> Just say there's no sign. I didn't see the "Don't touch the beaver" sign. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go. <laughs> uh, beavers eat grass and birds. <laughs> I didn't like that. I did not like that. I'll leave. <laughs> oh. That's what oh. the whale thing looks like. I thought Allison actually left. <laughs> she was like, bye. Wow. That's the prehistoric whale? Yeah, that's the basilosaurus. See, basil. Basilosaurus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I could see that looking at that and hearing like the description. Yeah. Like I could see why they thought this was living in the lake. For sure. Yeah. It also looks huge. We'll post... I don't know if there would be enough food for it in. Like, That's the thing. Yeah. We'll post. We'll post a like a couple pictures because like something that's interesting to me about and and there's like you know there's different things like this as well, but especially with the Ogopogo is just how different people have interpreted it. Mm-hmm. And like there's different there's lots of different stuff. Like yeah, there's like from statues, the cartoon there's, to... yeah, there's like a whole bunch of stuff and every single one is really different, Yeah, but they all have that bumpy back, just like literally just squiggles. Yeah. Yeah. Which logs or otters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, otters would swim kind of in like, a, like if they breached the water, wouldn't they look kind of like a little, sorry, I turned off my video to save on Wi-Fi, but I'm going to put it back on. Wouldn't they go like this? <laughs> Yeah, uh, right? yeah. You yeah, for sure. Like, like if they were the kind of like, like putting their, their head up, and then another yeah. one come. And yeah, like they're swimming in the line. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 and I mean it, it's water too. Like it's it would naturally make them bob. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there are the like the way that the because it's such a big lake, the way that the waves come in at different angles sometimes, and you have the waves that skim, and they do have like a wavy kind of bumpiness mm-hmm. to them. Um, and they're very, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Erratic, mm. I've noticed. 
Um, I've only ever really... <laughs> I the go one... stare at the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I was there, there was a huge storm on the lake. Oh, yeah. Um, so it was interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, the waves get really crazy. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing about that area, too, is, like, because um, I feel like people have this picture in their head that BC is this really like damp climate. Like if you're not really from yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, um, see, there's but the waves, it's not like that. Yeah. It's actually really dry in the Okanagan and a lot of trees just like, well, because it's really dry, they have a lot of fires, like a lot of fires. And a lot yeah. of the times they'll be on the island. So I could see them having like a lot of logs, just like, you know, like trees, just the roots of them, getting burnt and then just falling over and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and especially when you have the roots that are sticking up that could yeah. lead to that kind of tail formation or the the ram head formation mm-hmm. there's a lot of explanations for it for sure yeah when it comes to crypto kind of stuff um yeah i feel like this one has quite a few explanations as to mm-hmm. the origins of it yeah. I still f- fully believe in Sasquatch, but <laughs> yeah. But it's fun. My, it's fun that we have our my own wa- little lake monster. Of course. Yeah. 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 For sure. My wife was like, has literally been going out to the Okanagan to camp. That's why I go there. But like, since she was like a baby mm-hmm. um, and they were grown up, like, sorry, they were raised. They grew up. Um, like fully believing that it was real because the parents always told them like well cautionary tales too right exactly um if they were out for too long into in the water or too late they were told Mm -hmm. that it was going to come out and get them Mm -hmm. yeah i mean (laughs) that's the the reason behind a lot of these folklore things is to keep us safe right so Yeah. yeah 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 so it's interesting they would never sacrifice chickens or anything, but uh. no, no, no. But like, but but you know, surrounding water, especially to keep kids like, I don't know. like fearful, but still, yeah. You know. Exactly. Most cultures have water. It is kind of yeah. folklore to keep kids out of the water or not in the water by themselves or whatever, right? So yeah. Anyway, that was my story of mm-hmm. the Ogo Pogo. We'll post oh. some pictures. <laughs> turned into a musical at the end <laughs> yeah it did <laughs> I liked um, it we should do the Ogopogo musical coming soon <laughs> my one man COVID quarantine <laughs> production of the we're not far off <laughs> honestly <laughs> you know my like costume. They, said, they said that they were gonna basically um, indefinitely have the the restrictions yeah yeah that we have now it's just like this is what i'm proposing we just lean into the madness (laughs) (laughs) oh go pogo the musical (laughs) yep pretty much it's so crazy how the sociological effects of hearing that the way that they were doing it where they were like restrictions and then they'd give us like a four-week time window where like this is the restrictions and then and of course they'd renew them and we knew they would renew them, but just hearing the word indefinite is like, <laughs> like I wanted ugh. to lose my mind. <laughs> well, they said they'd reevaluate, they'd look at how March goes, I guess, or if, I don't know. Yeah. Well, 
I the only thing I would say about the Ogopoka musical is that it has to be done as a one man show and evidently in like someone's bedroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I plan on sure. you like hang up like a curtain from the ceiling. And- yeah, <laughs> curtains above budget, Allison. We're going with like, like a sheet. No, you need a blue <laughs> curtain and a fan so that you have like water behind you. I have both of these things. <laughs> I also have. We a want plethora, to see a preview. Plethora, like probably like twenty meters of green fabric. So oh, this is just don't test. Honestly, me. I'm gonna be disappointed if you don't do it at this point. <laughs> You're really setting a scene here. We need at least a photo. At least a photo. <laughs> but like, it has to be really blurry and like cropped really tight. <laughs> <laughs> Should my costume look shockingly like a log? Yes. <laughs> Some might describe it as a log. As a log. Maybe two logs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the review for my show. Log like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two out of two logs. <laughs> I describe it as a formation of otters. Five out of five otters. <laughs> oh God, we're going insane. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see Thanks, you guys. another time. Instagram, Facebook, stuffs. Uh, actually, yeah. especially Instagram because we're gonna post some pictures. So yeah. yeah. For those yeah. of you who don't know what this looks like, it's kind of hard to picture. So. <sighs> okay. Bye. We're just gonna sleep. <laughs> If you ask any girl from the parish around What pleases her most from her head to her toes She'll say I'm not sure that it's business of yours But I do like to waltz with a log driver first